Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home and return to the kingdom of heaven. Man, that intro gets me every time. It gets me too, man. <laughs> you guys like that I'm intro? I'm not screaming like with excitement. Every you guys time like here. that intro? Let me, let me, like, put a comment somewhere. Yeah, let us know. Or if you're just on anchor, like, just scream to yourself. Ah! <laughs> Your battle cry. Ah! I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel it though, and like I was saying earlier, the people that have been through our course, like they. They get what this message means more than anybody gets what this message means. Yeah. And that's not us saying that you guys don't know what we're talking about. It's just there's levels of perception and there's veils in between the words that we're speaking to most people. And so the people that have been through our class, we've broke down those veils and they can truly hear everything that we're saying. And it not just be them hearing from their own level of perception. They're hearing from where we're speaking when we speak. So, yep. so when they hear it, they're like, chills everywhere yeah, <laughs> just like fuck. us <laughs> like i'm ready to just fuck this world I'm gonna, somebody told me <laughs> i want to save it but i gotta save myself first <laughs> jessica told me earlier she was like when she read or heard it she's like i want to go <laughs> i want to go let's go let's go back to heaven please <laughs> all right real quick before we get started um like yesterday yesterday was our first podcast and like as we just got done recording it we Put together like all the groups so i actually made telegrams um we have two telegrams one's just going to be like where all the episodes are going to be organized so everyone can keep track of it and then the other one is like a, a nice organized group where everyone can share their experiences of alignment experiences uh, growth of ascension. ascension and yeah. then um aha moments revelation so like that's just something that's going to be on there you'll see it in the link guys if you're watching this go on youtube check the description if you're on anchor check the description of the channel i know it's not like clickable but you know just copy and paste it and you'll be able to get it and whatever other platform you're listening to this on spotify pocket casts that wind is yeah, fierce sorry. today we're on top of a or yeah we're we're rooftop. Top of a roof. <laughs> you know we decided to you know, most people do podcasts indoors you know like normal people yeah <laughs> we're Fuck not normal, normal. people <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding we like to do things the angelic you way. You, you hear that? Something's taking off. It's our yeah. podcast. That's yeah. what's taking off. We're right next to this airport, but that's not sounds of airport or of uh, planes coming in and landing. It's it's our podcast taking off. It's yeah. its own wings with a jet. Oh, it's so nice. All right. But so. yeah, seriously, go check out those telegrams. Go check out the group. Join it. And let's fucking talk. And let's I just got to say, like, I can hear us in the mic and we sound like we've like we're naturals normal 
at this. Like we sound like we were born to be See, here's speaking the thing, right now. And I know we were, that's what's so good about it. <laughs> but the people also don't know that we were marketers too. So like, and we, we stood up in front of audiences and talked to people. We had followings on our Facebook and our social medias and like talking on live, talking to anybody. It was just simple. After you do it enough yeah. times, it becomes fucking easy. So like, yeah, we could say we were essentially ready for this. It's not like, oh, what, what do we talk about? <laughs> okay, step one. We're going to talk about Ascension. <laughs> nah, it'd be fucking weird. If we didn't do the things we did, we wouldn't be able to say the things we're saying. Like, It just wouldn't be it what wouldn't it is. It wouldn't be amazing. All right, now we're just, now we're just going. We're okay. just talking. We're so yesterday so is, we did the part one. Part one, and that was so, our story. Yeah, we were telling you guys life before, during, and after Ascension and why we did, why we called it the last hour mm-hmm. podcast. So after we got done, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, we need to do, because you guys heard our story, just bits and pieces of, you didn't really hear yeah, our I didn't full hear story. The There's no way we could have told that in that amount of time, but in fucking hours. we wanted to break down because this podcast isn't just about us talking. It's about, you know, spreading the truth and helping people remember who they are. So we want to break down the certain things that are you might be experiencing in your ascension process because the ascension process is the same for every single one of us. It's just the way that it plays out and who it plays out with is different. And it's only different based off of our choices in the past that took us to the spot of needing it to be different in that moment. Right. Yeah. So that's one thing I hear the most is people are like, well, you just don't get it. You just don't understand because I'm different. I'm different. No, yeah, no, I'm like different. underneath the core of it all, the algorithm of the ascension and how that process specifically operates, it is the same no matter what. And those little tiny details that people think are so important are completely fucking irrelevant. Oh, that you just brought it up. I was going to give people a visual. This is my specialty, is giving people a nice little visual to portray it to. You know, we were talking, we showed Ethan the other night. They, he's talking about They Live. Yeah. So if you guys never seen the movie They Live, it came out in the 80s. And when it went up in the movie theaters, they actually took it down because of how much truth it had in it. And they didn't want that shit getting out. So essentially, if you don't know what it is, I know most people that are at least watching this or have watched, or in this on these topics have at least seen it. But for those of you that haven't seen it, it's just a movie about a guy that puts on some glasses, falls into a group of conspiracy theorists, right? And he puts on these glasses that show him the truth behind everything. He can see what's behind the marketing on the sign. So instead of it just saying, Hey, come on this luxury cruise and uh, spend time with singles. It's he puts the glasses on. It says reproduce. He goes to the food store instead of saying apples for two cents or whatever. It says consume, obey money on the, on the money. It says your God, like it's it's the underlying subliminal message behind all the fancy words and lingo they put in our face every single day. And that's why marketing is such magic. Yeah. It works like that's magic what it is. on people. People don't, they see the front end of it, but they don't see the simplicity of what it's making them do. Yeah. Obey, listen, uh, reproduce, eat, consume, like don't think, don't think for yourselves. But it's in that aspect that uh, we took that. So imagine that, and that's how we view everything because when she was saying the underlying message, even though we all have different stories, you just don't even know. Like, I have such a crazy story. It's like we all have stories, but there's an underlying message behind every single one of it that keeps it so simple that it's easy to figure out. And that's why we don't get caught up in emotion. And that's why 
it's easy for us to, if someone comes to us with an issue and they're like, Hey, this is going on in my life. We hear the underlying tone of the yeah. issue instead of all that fluff that they have themselves cluster fucked within their own head. All the distractions. We the hear the exact thing that is the exact problem and how to solve that problem, not all the other things that, like I said, are irrelevant. Yeah. So that's just the way to look at it. And you got to start training your brain to do that. It's not an easy thing to do because, you know, most people are caught up in the matrix. And I'm not going to lie, you know, it is addicting. It is something that once you get a part of it, it's hard to break. It's a, it's a set foundation. It's your and, whole and life. It's addicting because of what, though? The chemicals. The, chemicals, the dopamine, the, uh, even the cortisol is addicting. People, and if you don't know anything about the cortisol or dopamine, how that plays a role in your life. I, I remember watching a guy named Simon Sinek or Simon Sinek, and he talks about, like, the simplicity in stories, but he broke down the chemicals and why people do them so much. And the, the, the breakdown is... Dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, um, there's cortisol, and then there's, I said, there's one more. I always forget it. I always, I haven't talked about the subject in a while, but there's, there's main chemicals and like the ones I want to talk about right now are dopamine, right? All the ones I mentioned. So like dopamine is addicting chemical. Every time you eat, you get a dopamine rush. That's why you want to eat over time. Um, when you want to reproduce, that's dopamine. Like it makes you want to reproduce. But another thing is also gambling gives you dopamine. Drugs give you dopamine. Uh, alcohol gives you dopamine. Like things that just like that cause you to hurt yourself are addicting. That and if too much dopamine can be bad. A little bit in right in the right amount of spurts is healthy. It's a healthy thing. But, but you getting lost in, a, in it. Living in alignment is what gives us the actual balance of all the chemicals in our body. Yeah. Anything outside of that alignment and we are putting too much. Yep. Then there's serotonin, which is just the pride, you know, self-pride doing your thing and accomplishing your goals. And then there's uh, oxytocin, which is the love every time you like you just want to be around somebody. You don't you don't need to talk to them or say anything to them. Just just having them around you just feels good. That's oxytocin or mother for their love for their child, oxytocin, like seeing somebody help somebody else, like across the street, you didn't do anything, but you observed it. You got a rush of oxytocin. Like that feels good. It's a very loving chemical. And then the one that I want to talk about the most and which, which is what the whole matrix is based on is um, cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And it's the flight or fight. It's an, uh, the fight or flight drug. So essentially when, you need to get the fuck out of a situation and you it's a do or die. You got to move. Cortisol rushes your body. Adrenaline comes in right after that. And your immune system shuts down. Your hair stops growing. Your nails stops growing. Your eyesight increases. Your muscle fibers get stronger so you can twitch faster and move faster. Get the fuck out of there if you have to get out of there. Um, all that stuff happens. But we've been programmed through the design of this matrix to live in constant fear of everyday life and stress that 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 chemical never leaves our body and like i just said if you were listening it shuts off your immune system your hair stops growing your nails stop growing parts of that you the things inside of you you need to operate on a daily basis stop working, stop working because you in the moment have to fucking run for your life to survive. And so, so think about that on a bigger a scale, guys. Look at what you're in right now. The entire matrix is built to keep you in that state of being, so that your your hair stops growing and your the baldness, right? Yeah. Your nails stop growing. 
your bodily functions stop operating. So what do you need to do? Go to their pharmaceutical me uh, medicines, uh, poisons, you and you know that's your savior now. That's what keeps you going. That's what makes you feel better for a moment. Like you're not really curing anything, but that's the epitome of what they're doing to us on a daily basis with everything that you think is actual reality. Like, like things you should be scared of is like if you're out in, a, out in the woods and like there's, let's just say a, a mountain lion comes up on you, okay? And you gotta fucking run. Like that's a do or die situation. But what they have us programmed to be is we go to work and we're we're stressed the fuck out instantly. It's like we it's like the mountain line is and there at our job. Losing the job, but you can't go anywhere because if you leave, you you lose your job and your money and your security and your your, your pension and your uh, all this stuff. You lose all these amazing things that they say are amazing, which is all just a fucking lure to keep you stuck for your whole life, to keep you drained and stressed, and so you die faster. Yeah, that's all I give a fuck about. I'm not even kidding. That's I mean, there's a there's a topic that we can go down to later about how the Vatican would make $10 million off of every death certificate that we would go through. So like there is a literal profit you, yeah. behind you dying the profit system. They have a, they have an algorithm that, that dictates your life. That literally it's like it's an AI tutorial table. Yeah. It predicts your fucking life to see what, how long you're going to live, what you're most likely going to do. And they, they can design you because how do they know this? What we said all the time, your fucking algorithm. We're all algorithms. It's all math equation. It's not a, you don't need to be a genius to see that. It's all around us. Fibonacci, look at nature. Everything's fractalized. It's all fucking connected. From the top to the bottom, it it's, is the same. It's all an algorithm, except the evil ones are the ones that have been hiding the information and have been using it against us to make profit not off even, of us. Not even against us. They have been using it to get us to use it against ourselves because they knew like we said in the intro that satan knew that he couldn't take our free will choice from us so he had to create a matrix Can't. that yep. would make us use our own free will choice against ourselves which thus made us hostages inside of this prison that we call life life yeah reality yeah, but it's not reality. And that's what so many no, don't even realize. They're reality. walking around delusional <laughs> thinking that they're actually in reality, but yet they're never in their present moment. They're doing everything and anything they can to get their next fix of the future yep. or the past, but never right here, right now, and what they can actually do with that. That's scary, though. If, if, if someone's <clears throat> so used to being in the future, the past, which if you think too much in the future, you probably have a lot of anxiety. And if you think too much in the past, you're probably depressed. Those are just side effects of thinking too much in one direction. But if and you're being the, out of touch with reality, yeah. these are side effects of being out of touch with reality. Literally. And then people get scared in the now because it doesn't require thinking that much. Yeah. You just got to be aware. That's it. You don't have to sit here and think, oh, what do I got to think about the future? I got to plan or fuck, I don't want to fuck this up like I did last time and think too much of it. You just, bro, go sit in the middle of the field with yourself no electronics and go listen to some nature and just watch don't even think stop thinking just go Dude. watch some birds go watch some deer go watch some whatever if wherever the fuck you are in the world i don't know just Do go know, take part and look at well, everything it got around me you. to stop making those choices that you're talking about which one like we're just constantly overthinking thing and trying oh, to yeah, make the yeah, right yeah. decision what got me to I let God, like we were talking about last night, I let him put me in that corner that I can't run in any direction from, and I have to take the path that he destined for me only. Yeah.
that's how I keep myself from having to make the choice to begin with. <laughs> he made it for me already. What do I need to make but the that, choice for? That <laughs> also comes with a fuck ton of trust. Yes, it does. And that doesn't come easy. That's something, no. unfortunately. Not when your whole entire life has been built around yeah. lack of trust. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the whole system is designed for people to not trust one another. They need people divide it. Because if everybody comes together and we all talk about this shit, they, they, but that's the one thing they fear is us coming together and being self-aware of everything. Yeah, and they can't have <laughs> trust. You can't have trust in other people if you can't even trust yourself. And right now they have disconnected you from being able to trust your own self, your yeah. own mind, your own choices. So, so therefore, you can't, therefore you can't yeah. trust anything outside of you. Nothing. Yep, it fractalizes itself. Yeah. So and to going back onto the topic of cortisol, this is why they design the system this way so that you die faster um you constantly are just living in stress you don't have time to go inside yourself because you're constantly trying to survive outside yourself you're trying to let the world you're trying to fucking figure it out and stay on path and not die even though you're not really gonna die but in the case of you constantly keep thinking about dying you can technically form an algorithm that gets you to die you can actually you, you could actually manifest a way to, that to technically die by thinking about it so much so Get that shit out of your head. This is a deprogramming fucking podcast. Like, stop listening to all the shit outside of yourself. It's all bullshit. Yeah, it's meant it, to turn. It's it's lit, like we said before. It's meant to just fucking twist your you. emotions to get you emotional. Because we talked about manifest. We didn't talk about it on this podcast. We haven't. We yeah, talk about wait, so fucking much in class. Yeah, but one of the big reasons is why you have to stop being emotional in the things you do is because when we are emotional, our frontal lobe floods with images of what could go wrong or what could go right. But majority of it is the what could go wrong because that's where we've been programmed to go into the negative Fear. so much. So when we're emotional, our frontal lobe floods with those images of all this bullshit that could go wrong and then we feed into it but the whole time if you're from a lobe that's what you're seeing you know everything from is filled with illusion you can't see truth that's right in front of you it's like we're watching uh the show lucifer what does everybody do there they assume everything they don't oh, even that's, communicate that's the so, point of drama TV <laughs> yeah right i know there. but but i'm just saying like that when you're emotional you you can't hear what someone's saying you can't see what's right in front of you you are blind and that's what and they this system they keep us emotionally unstable for that reason because if we're emotionally unstable as a collective species then the entire world is completely blind to what is being done to them living in a sane asylum prison all of that not even realizing that we're in it hostages to ourselves oh sorry i was reading something on the thing so but so let's so what are things that people can expect as they start to go through this right because that's the part two of this is like we went we told you our story and our story is unique in its own way because we all have our own paths but what could the average joe that's listening in right now go through as they experience something right because let's and let's let's kind of paint them the picture we explained to you how the matrix works and how it's made you essentially make decisions based off of fear even though you could say oh i'm not making decisions off of fear deep down if you really down, look if you really think about it you'll find it if you think that you're lacking something or you need to fit into something that that stems back to fear of not having something so you were designed to start fearing everything 
meaning all your decisions were based off fear, leading you down a life that manifests fear and constantly keeps reproducing it. So all the things that you have in your life, it could be a relationship, you know, your, your uh, family, career, house, car, material, whatever it is, all these things that you brought into your life that you manifested or that you attracted to you or or the normie you went out and you had a goal and you thought that you needed to get this thing and you went and forced it to happen you got all these things based off of a fear-based system what's going to happen is that as you make this transition to start waking up and becoming more self-aware of everything and And become more aligned with god in what's meant to be versus what you think it should be these things that we just mentioned will start to rip themselves out of your life. And that's the hard fart from hard hard fart. fart. <laughs> it's the hard fart, man. It's the hard fart. It's the worst no, one. it's the hard part for most people. <laughs> is the letting go, especially someone who thinks they've already made it. You know what that's I mean? Like those really are the hard ones lost. that that have made it somewhere in the false kingdom. You going to the top of the false kingdom is the equivalent of going to the fucking bottom. And they don't realize that they have to rise up. And so therefore all these things that they thought were supposed to be theirs, that they worked really hard for, they have to let go of. It's going to get ripped out of their life. If they don't just naturally walk away from it, being able to identify that that is demonic. That came from the wrong kingdom that came from the wrong place inside of me as I forced it to happen. That was never meant to be in my life. That was never part of my path and my journey. It was not destined by God. So therefore I cannot keep it. Yep. And what do I say all the time? If it's, if it's meant to be, you can't force it to, you can't force it away. And if it's not, you can't force it to stay. Yeah. So it's like, even though all this stuff is going to be ripped out of your life. And if you're, if you're not mentally prepared for this, it's going to seem like your fucking life is falling apart, but it's actually coming together. It's, and that's, that's the part that you have to see beyond. You have to see farther past what you're going through because everything happens for a reason if you are especially if you know you are making choices that are in alignment with god if you are making choices in alignment of god and based on faith and trust that everything's going to work out then you won't have you, much to purge you this have is much, the great purge no, you'll still have stuff to purge but i said it won't be much much but it's gonna be easier for you to 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 handle losing something because your mind is set on i'm getting back in alignment with god and you're not making choices out of fear because the moment you start freaking out about the things you're losing, that's when you can you, you get emotional. And when you get emotional, you make stupid decisions. This is why every single place on in the world tells you to don't make decisions in emotion. It's because when as emotional creatures in this fear-based matrix, the first thing we resort to is fear. It's it's a habit, it's a fucking trigger instantaneously. So you have to catch yourself. Before you make the decision, decision, take a time. If you are in a do, if you are in a split decision, I get it. You might have to make a decision on the spot, but usually people have a, a considerable amount of time. And when I say considerable amount of time, it doesn't, you shouldn't take longer than a day to think about something. It should be process yeah, it and make a decision. But if like, it even takes a day. Yeah. Less than that. That's why I was saying a day is even enough. But look at everything that's going on. Analyze it from an outside perspective. See your whole world as if you are playing a fucking video game and look at all the things you got and decide how do I respond to 
what's happening right now efficiently, not in a fear-based way or an emotional way. What's the best, most logical, aligned way that I can respond to this and what makes the most sense? And you will know because it's going to feel right. Don't go. It's going to become obvious to it's you. It's so obvious. To do. And it's sometimes it's not the, the, uh, the one you want to do because you'd rather do, you'd rather desire a different outcome. But you have to realize God has a different plan for you. And the things he's sending you into are things that you need in that moment. And yep. you may not even know it. So, and this, this ties me to uh, the quote that I always say, and I said it on the shadow band podcast is one of my favorite ones. It's a, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can connect them looking backwards. But that's the thing is like, after so long of doing this kind of process work, you start to connect the dots looking forward instead of having to wait for it to be backwards. Yep. So that, that quote kind of goes to people that are just getting started. Yeah. Knowing that even though you don't see what every decision is going to actually play out in the, in the future, you will start to realize that you can get your mind to shift that. If I make the decision, is it going to benefit the future? Is it going to be something that I want to go down? Because you'll be able to connect those dots later. Like, look and at, look at your life right now. Look at all the little decisions. If you guys are living in a great life or what you think is a great life, look at all the little decisions you made that got you to where you're at right now and it's the tiny it's those one moment you could have decided to go left instead of right and your whole life would be different so i want to touch on that just a second to go a little deeper and that's the when you guys are going through your purge you have to realize that there is different choices that you made that created a formula that came to an equation which we call consequence so during those choices that you made that created that formula there are going to be things that are pulled away and man, I had a deeper point that I was going with that, but de oh, depending on your choices um, and how far into hell you took yourself will depend on how much of the purge you experienced. Yeah. So like you were saying, if it's someone that you have, you've pretty much surrendered to letting God universe provide for you and, and show you what you're meant to have, you're not going to have much to purge and you're going to be you know, very mentally sound through the whole process because it's already nature, first nature to you. Yeah. Now, if it's someone else that's used to living in the matrix and watching the news and, you know, going to school and doing the job and, you know, the normal day-to-day -day thing where they don't even realize they're, they have a soul, you know, yeah. then those people, you know, are a hundred percent living with out of alignment they're not in the right house they don't have the right car they don't have the right furniture they're not even with the right family they're like it's it's every detail of their life is completely out of place and that is why they're in suffering 24 7 so if you are someone that is hearing this and you are recognizing yourself because that's what this podcast is about is self-recognition and then taking action with it but if you're recognizing where you stand and what we're saying just get ready. If you recognize that you're in that position, that you're about to have your entire world, I don't say flipped upside down because that's where humanity is right now. We have all been flipped up upside down too long. This process is flipping us right side up. And when we do that, say on a singular level, say you're flipped upside down and your crown is in hell and you have all these earthly worldly attachments on your table, they're, you know, they're attached to your table. You go and flip right side up, all that stuff is going to fall away. And now you're going to have a, an actual strong foundation to live and build your life upon that you did not have before because your kingdom in hell is a house of cards. Your kingdom in heaven is a solid foundation that nothing can shatter or shake or break. Yep. 
So just be ready for whatever part you're in, because before the ascension, you guys are in suffering. That's where you're at, You because you don't go through the process of ascension until you start to recognize that you are suffering. It's like AA or whatever. You have to realize that you are the problem here, yeah. you know, before you can have the healing come. So during or before the ascension, you're in your suffering and you have to recognize, okay, I am suffering by hand of my own choices and it's time that I make better choices so that I don't suffer anymore. And then during the ascension, you're going through all the tests, the trials, and the tribulations, yep. right? You're you're finding out all the little things inside of you that still need little kinks inside of you or little dark places that were hiding or the demons in you or whatever. They start getting pulled to the top and you start having to recognize all of it because you're in the during process is the mirror. That's where it's at. Like you are standing in the mirror the entire time looking at everything that you are and just identifying it for what it is and letting it go and sifting and shifting it. And then after the ascension process, that's when you, and during the ascension process, you're also finding yourself in alignment for the first time. You're transitioning your habits from the old uh, worldly habits to the heavenly divine habits. So that when you are after the ascension, your life is literally creating itself as you walk. Each step you take, the floor is building itself for you and you don't have to do anything about it. Um, and it's other than be in alignment. Ooh, we, that's it. We've, we've all manifested hell. Like right now we're all currently sitting here in hell. So making ascending above hell into heaven, hell is going to try to do whatever it can to fucking to keep, keep you, you down. And, and we talk about, we'll talk about this more in, in the, de the demonic, demonic section, angelic, but there's like a calling that the moment, uh, the demon side, the, the, the Satan side, the, the whole operating lower system self. Of, of Satan, the lower self, the, all that, when they start recognizing that you're ascending, you're waking up, you're becoming self-aware. And that your soul is trying to become back in yeah. control of your vessel again. These, they, It's like a beacon. You become like a shining light in a dark cave. And all the demons all that the are handlers. connected to you, all the handlers, the, the people around you that don't or that are not uh, recognizing themselves or aware of themselves will unconsciously come and sabotage you they will not know they are tr they are being sabotaging used as pawns you. they don't realize satan's it. army but somehow some way somebody's going to come into your life as you're ascending to try to bring you back down whether that be on a topic that you're working on currently, whether that be something you're going through in your life right then and there. Whether it be your self-esteem and how you've been working yeah. on it, and then all of a sudden, bam, you just feel like shit about yourself. Yep. It's a, the goal is to try to drain you so that you stop ascending, and it's going to yeah. come from anywhere. It can be your parents. It could be your spouse. It could be your kids. It's usually it the, they use the, the ones that are closest to you, that have the easiest access to you, and are the most unconscious of what would be happening through them towards you yep because so, when it's happening through that person they think that it's just them because yeah, like, they're that unconscious about? of themselves they don't understand that something else is in there control with them. them and is yeah controlling them in that moment and that's why it's so important for us to be self-aware because when something tries to come up through a self-aware being that being knows exactly what the dimensions of their kingdom is their dominion. They know every little corner of that kingdom and they know where a hiding place could be. And they know that, that 
nothing has authority to be there without them giving authority to it. Whereas an unconscious being doesn't know those things and can let anything inside of their kingdom without their knowledge. And that's why they keep us in the state and condition that they do because they don't want us to know these things so that they can infiltrate our bodies and use our bodies for their hive mind, false kingdom. It's like spiritual rape. It is like spiritual. Everyone. No one gave consent. But at the same time, we did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, ignorantly, because no one would have given consent for this shit had they known what they were giving consent for. So that's the only way they can do it to us. That's why like people out in the real world, in order for them to get consent to have sex with somebody, the evil ones will drug up some some girl to get her to not think right and then say things she's going to obviously regret or not even know what she's saying to go out and do the things so that if she were to come back and try to do anything that she she consented to it so it's like they try to manipulate the system that's why the whole fucking law system and all the justice system is all fucking corrupt because it's run by the people who have the spiritual demons attached to them it's all the fucking elites they 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 made the laws to regulate their own freedom they want to be able to go out and do what they want, so they create laws that they know they can break. Yeah, their laws are not for they them. They can get around. They're peasants in their kingdom. I know that. <laughs> this wind is ridiculous right now. As Sorry we're talking about that. this one subject, it's like. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope it's just the, our mic is just super sensitive, or not even that. I hope. I think it's just the headphones are just loud to us. Yeah. So we can hear. It. I, I think, think it'll think be fine when the audio comes out. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's that's how what you can expect during your ascension process. You can expect for you to have emotional breakdowns. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. You can expect for things that you thought that you once got over to come boiling back up to the top to test you again to see if you're going to join that emotion and take yourself down into hell again voluntarily, because that's all it is. You're having these things come up in your head as an option. They're a choice to partake in, but people think that it's just them and it's just the reality and they're forced to look at it. You're not. You have the option when that idea, that thought, that feeling, whatever it is, pops up in your reality or that experience, that person, that circumstance, you have free will in every dimension of your existence to join it, accept it, tolerate it, or cast it away. So by default, this is why we say everything is our own fault of what we experience in this reality because we are giving it the power to be there by choosing to join it. Yeah. If if I have a thought about myself that, you know, I, I'm a failure. Say I, I was think that I don't have thoughts like that, but say I was to think that I was a failure. I have a choice in that moment to go, you know what? I am a failure or the fuck is that voice? That's not me. Myself would never tell me some shit like that. Yeah. Myself would be like, you're amazing. You are capable of anything. Like that's my real self. It would never degrade me or belittle me. And that's how I can tell the difference in the voices going on inside my head because there's more than one and it happens in all of us. Yep. So it's super simple. I'm bringing it back to the, everything has a base algorithm. No matter what our stories are, it's all the same. It's all the same inside. We all experience the same emotions. So even though you and I might do two different things, I'm going to still, if we go through something that's scary, we're both going to feel that, feel that rush of fear. No matter what it is, it could be, I hate spiders or that person saw a dog chasing them, whatever it is. And that's why it's so easy for them to control us because they know that it, it, 
operates the same in all of us. If if it was different in every single one of us, can you imagine how hard it would be for them to control everyone? They wouldn't be able to control it. They wouldn't because they would have to create a new control program for each person. That's why but that's even... not the case. They can do one for all of us because it is a one, one so size fits all when it comes to the operating system of God and the operating system of Christ and the operating system of our own mind and heart and soul and vessel. All those things, our emotional body, our trauma body, all of it, it all is the same underneath. And that is why they have so much power over us because no one knows these things. Like, cool, you know that uh, Q QAnon is this. Cool, you know that, you know, there's Satanists and there's pedophiles and all this stuff. You know all these things, but still ain't gonna save those things are not going to save you. Those things are not going to change your current reality and what you're particularly going through. They're not going to give you internal peace by you knowing it. It might get you on the path of trying to find internal peace but that's it's, about it it's it's all it's gonna do it's just a it's just a shove in the right direction yeah start thinking this way you know that's corrupt so obviously don't do that go this way like that's that's literally yeah what's but there's, yeah and and that's the thing is they're still s sending you to an outside source like no matter what side of this political bird you're looking at it's it's the same or what side of the wings of that bird is same bird and they're just sending you in distraction no matter where you're going with it yeah. Like it's all irrelevant. The only thing that is important is our souls, our self, viewing ourself. Like if you'll watch your own actions, the way you do that soap opera or the way you do that Netflix show or the way that you do um, that YouTube series or whatever it is, if you'll watch your own choices, your own feelings, your own thoughts, your own words, everything anything that you do of action if you watch that as much as you do everything else that you pay attention to that is mindless bullshit that does not matter you will awaken period you will awaken you will you will come to realization and that's that's the awakening you come to that reality you wake up yeah from so, the illusion so anyway I don't think there's really anything else. To no, talk that about. was that was all. I just wanted to do a quick part two to go deeper into what you guys would be experiencing on your walk. You're going to be tested a lot. You're going to be thrown in positions where you have a choice to to choose fear or faith, and that's going to happen for a while until you are just consistently, without a shadow of a doubt, without even a smidge of doubt or fear coming into your mind, you will continuously be tested by it because it has to come back if you're admitting that. Yep. It, if you don't admit it, it never comes back. You're not going to get that test again. So, anyway. Um, any final thoughts? Just live in, live in faith. <laughs> Stop living in fear. Don't let the fucking system get to you. Yeah. Stand on your ground. Take time to think and then don't make just, a decision. Don't just believe what it says to you. Yeah. Don't take. just take it at face. Or, or don't even just accept it, guys. Just because I said it doesn't make it true. Just because you saw it with your eyes that they put in front of you, but you didn't feel it with your body or anything, just because you saw it on a computer or saw it somewhere doesn't mean that it's real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's so much about this reality that a lot of people don't know. And when you really have all the pieces to it, it makes every little dimension of it makes sense and be easy to operate with. And that's what we're trying to get you guys to. But anyways, I'm going to cut us off right there and uh, we'll
We'll yeah. see you guys on the next episode, episode two. two. Yeah, this is episode one, part two. Yeah. But all right, peeps. Later. Bye.